What's up, guys? This is Jordan. Welcome back to Starting a Startup. And today I am joined by my friend Tony Grace. Tony, what's up? And then we also have Zach Thank join us with All Entire. Thanks for having me. So uh, just give you guys, uh, just so listeners have a little bit of an update on this. Uh, Tony, just if they haven't listened to one pass before, what is your company? What is your role? Uh, company is Alma Tire, and my role is Chief Executive Officer. And Zach? I am working with Tony, for Tony, as the Director of Marketing for Alma Tire Companies. All right, right on. So uh, Tony and I were having a conversation and kind of got to realize that um, we learned a lot over the last six months. So both of us are in the, pro- or, well, Tony's finished. He's well ahead of me on this one. So luckily he did all the hard work and paid all the big money. And then I just got to learn from him, uh, but acquiring another company. And we realized that there's probably a lot of information for people to help out here, but also this would be kind of fun to talk about because it's so fresh. So to bring everybody in the loop, uh, we're acquiring a location in another state. Tony acquired a, ca- a competitor within his state. Tony's acquisition included some real estate with it. He worked through a professional company for it. He was very intentional about going out and acquiring a company to grow his business. Mine does not include real estate. It is in another state through a friend, and it's something I've been handling myself um, and kind of came up through just conversation over a beer. Um, So the differences between these two are pretty incredible, uh, but there's a lot of similarities. So Tony started this process well before me. And so I just called him every month and asked him what he was experiencing so that I could be prepared for those coming down the line. And it's uh, put me in a really good place. But um, so, yeah, with that, Tony, you set out, what was it, a year and a half ago to acquire a company? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was about a year ago to uh, it was about a year ago that I, I sort of hatched this plan of uh, of acquiring this particular company. Yeah. Yeah. But the you set out to get a company. Th- this particular company was that what started the acquisition goals, or was it like I want to acquire something, and this company ended up being the one that was on radar? Yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of a, I guess, it's like a little bit of a chicken and egg thing. So um, I, uh, you know, seeds, seeds get planted um, in uh, in these different ways, and I was having a conversation with somebody. Um, they were telling me about somebody in the same business that that we're in in another part of the country had just um had just made an acquisition i mean there's i I know it's not just the tire industry i mean there's been a ton of m a all over um and there are you know there are reasons for that Mm -hmm. and none of them are are necessarily bad um but there's just been a lot of m a activity all over the country in a lot of different industries and um when i was hearing about this it kind of got my wheels turning a little bit and there was a particular company that came to my mind and i thought about it and i was like man you know that would that would really get us a lot closer to our goals a lot faster and um and i should uh, i should reach out to them you know so i did shortly thereafter and they were just not interested but by that time i had been um i this this idea had taken root in my brain of like um of acquiring a company and that that would be a um that would be the way that we would want to proceed you know and and really like this this acquisition we just made is not the first one Mm -hmm. um it's the first one on this scale for sure yeah but we had we had bought a uh single location car repair shop uh in lansing um, probably three years ago. And that was, you did that one, not through professional. You just kind of worked that yourself, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was me and 
that shop's owner and we each had our personal lawyers and accountants. I mean, it was like looking back on it, it was really, it was very, very simple compared to this one. Um, I mean, it, it, how many locations is this one? Is it three, four? It is four locations. Um, one of them is sort of a satellite location, but it. Regardless, they're not. I mean, it, yeah. it, it. Whether there's brick and mortar there or not, it would have been the same process. It was. It was as much as doing as much as if it was four location. It is. Yeah. Anytime you separate yeah. them, then you got different levels of management. Yep. People doing things that aren't. Under yep. Supervision. Yeah. The only thing missing out of that location is a building. Yeah. You know, and uh, that would that would hold it back from someone saying, well. You know, it's not real. You know, whatever. It, You're the one holding that one back. It's I mean, <laughs> you know, and it does, and it needs and it needs brick and mortar. Um, the the operation needs it. The customers down there need it. Is it mobile? Um, there, yeah, it's pretty much all mobile. Okay. There's a small parking lot that's too small for a truck to pull into, but it lets us service. It lets us service customers pretty well. I mean, you know, we can go right to them. Sounds like a pretty badass MVP for a market before. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool because. Uh, it, it does let you get a nice foothold and it lets you get some starter customers, you know, um, get you a little cash flow going before you throw down on a mortgage or a lease or something like that. And you're, you know, increasing overhead and, and just a few more uh, administrative things. But um, yeah, anyway, so uh, getting back to it, we, I had reached out to, to the owner of this company and, um, this particular company and he was not interested and I said okay you know cool whatever um, but now I was like man I really want to I really want to do another acquisition because like we had our we had this acquisition here in Lansing and it wasn't without its speed bumps or challenges but compared to bootstrapping another location which is how we would done we had done the other uh, the the other growth ventures you know, you're just, you're getting cash flow like way faster. Mm -hmm. um, you know what to predict too. I mean, if, you, if yep. you're taking it over and you're like, okay, I think I can improve this, improve this, this is probably a worst case scenario, unless I'm really an idiot that we can expect to have happen. Yeah, well, you know, and like by now, like we've, you know, we've got these different shops and we know the, the, the operating structure we like to have, you know, this person, this person, this person, this person, you know, and, uh, and, it lets you also because we've had we've basically got these seats already built. You can start to get to know the people at the company and say, okay, this guy he's in this seat that looks perfect for him. This yeah. person's not uh, in a seat that really seems like it's exactly what maybe they should be doing. Could they you be know? different? Or, yeah, yeah, just getting back to you know, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to use a lot of EOS terms, but like you know, um, just trying to get people into that unique ability. Um, but it, but it is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right person, right seat. So uh, anyway, I because I had decided that acquisition was like what I really wanted to do, I uh, was referred to a particular uh, firm on the west side of the state by some other folks I knew, and I got a relationship started with this gentleman there, and uh, and he was awesome. And we actually had looked at another shop to buy, but we just couldn't quite come to terms. And then right about that time, when it looked like it was maybe not gonna come together, um, we, uh, the, the, the flame kind of got rekindled with this, with this original company, the one that I had reached out to. Um, we had started talking a little bit more and it was like, oh man, is there something here? 
And um, early on in the conversation, that owner said, "Okay, well, hey, I'll I'll uh, I'll get an NDA over to you, you know." And uh, it was cool because you know I've I've been wanting to meet up, and he says, "Well, I'm going to be in Grand Rapids on this day. Um, do you want to meet up over there?" And up to this point, we hadn't met, and I and I was like, you know, I just just would like to would like to uh, talk to you a little bit, you know, no pressure, whatever. And he said, "I'm going to be over here at this time on this day." Can you can you make it over? And I said, Yeah, definitely. And he goes, Great. I'll have um, I'll have our people send over an NDA. And I was like, oh, It's on. You know, <laughs> Here we I'm go. like, Yeah, I'm like, this, this is as good as done. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I didn't think that, but I was like, Oh, dude. You know, it's uh, it was it was exciting. And um, I yep, yep. And uh, went over and met with them. And there again, I mean, I, the meeting was <laughs> meeting was interesting. It didn't go exactly how I thought it was going to. Um, he was a really cool guy, but well, okay. So, what did you expect? Go ahead. Well, you know, I uh, I'm sometimes I can be like a little uh, like obsessive about stuff, and like especially when I'm gonna go meet somebody, like man, like for days beforehand, I am just like having a conversation in my head with them, and uh, if they say that, is that a situation? Yeah, and not say? not from any kind of like um, preparation. Not, not in any kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, not, not like tag. I just want to be ready, you know. Yeah. I want to have it thoroughly thought through, and uh, make sure that I, make sure that I'm, you know, because I like, you know, I'm just a tired tech, you know. Like I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a business genius or anything like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, I just want to tired tech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and um, I. I uh, I thought well you know what's he what's he gonna want and how's this gonna fit and then you know this and that and uh, uh, some people refer to that um, stressing about no <laughs> it's it I would be more stressed walking into it like unprepared yeah. you know and I and I already I mean this guy had a successful company I was already um, you know reverent of uh, of this guy and his intellect and his abilities and, um, and you know and his experience and like I'm walking in there as a 37 year old and uh, you know I just again I I want to be ready yeah I'm not saying in, you in, know from that is a part of things so it's like this what I'm trying because a lot of people haven't been in the conversation don't have a lot of knowledge to expect proper experience and you want to represent it's a lot of thought that goes yeah and you know and you think about like this guy was going to be selling. Um, he was going to be selling his family's business, his his life's work. You know, he doesn't want to sell it to some dork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I mean, he he, like if I, it's hard for me to imagine ever selling Alma Tire. But like if I if I got to that place where I did, I mean, like you'd want it to go to someone who was going to take care of it. If you're you know to be to be a good business. steward. Yeah, and I am. Yeah, you know, yeah. I am. It's. I mean, you think about it like if, uh, you know, maybe if a person had a car or a motorcycle or something, you know, they that they put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into. And then someday they decided that they had to sell it. I mean, you wouldn't want to sell your beautifully restored 1970 Chevelle SS that you worked so hard to find and restore. And you did all this work and all this and you had your friends were helping you on it and you finally got it to exactly where you wanted. And then one day you're, you know, it's just not something that fits your life anymore. Maybe you're a little older or whatever. And uh, you don't want to sell it to somebody who's going to go like drive it off a cliff you know i, I think what you're hitting on is a perfect example you expect going into all these things that people are going to appreciate their that analogy of cars because you're saying okay i've got this car it's, well, it's perfectly it's everything i ever 
but it's for somebody I'm excited to see somebody else take it over do something. There's also people that drive a 994 Chevy Caprice that they're going to, you know, go live in a city where they can bike everywhere. Wait to constantly and understanding what people you're negotiating with. If they're ready to get rid of it, you got to deal brewing because they're ready to walk away from it. just be done with it. If it's somebody who is my passionate premium. Um yeah, I mean maybe, right? Like um, this is just worth what for in a person. Well, you could say that about anything. Yeah. But um you know, that you can, you could still be very emotionally attached to somebody and, um, and someone could still get a great deal or, or steal that 1970 Chevelle from you, just be, depending on what your, what your own situation is, I, I have you know, the, and, the and you can also have a 1994 Chevy Caprice and be like, you know, Listen. no tire kickers, no low ballers. I know what I got. <laughs> I know what I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like everyone's, yeah. everyone's always got like their own ideas about what, their stuff's worth, what their business is worth, what they're worth, you know, I know my worth. And it's like, you know, when it comes right down to it, it's like, well, like you say, you, you're, you're worth what, what somebody's willing to pay. And, uh, and I think also, you know, um, if I put myself in the shoes of somebody, uh, well, actually, I mean, this, this just happened. I mean, I, I just bought a car, um, about a month ago from a guy and he, he could have gotten more money. He'd owned the car for 10 years. He could have gotten more money selling it to somebody else. But it was a special car, and he figured that... Uh, oh, was your oh, bag sliding? Bag, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like water. Like, yeah, I thought it was water, too. I'm like, all right, I'm like, like, did anyways, you just... You bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> this would be great for people. Yeah, no, but I, but, I, uh, but I bought this car, and like, and I got a good deal on it. And the reason I did is because he was like, I want you to have it because you appreciate it for what it is. And he said to me, and he goes, because um, I was going to buy it, and then I wasn't going to buy it. And then I called him, and I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, I, I want to buy that car. And he was like, or you just, he's like, you're not just going to like buy it and flip it, right? Yeah. Because I could have, for yeah. sure. And that was. Yeah. And, and I was like, no. Like, I appreciate what you're doing for me. This has been a dream of mine to to have one of these things for 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 a long time. I said no. This is gonna. I'm I'm gonna. I want to buy it. I want to take care of it. In I want to hang on to it for a really long. Drive from. This is a car that people went to. I mean, some people would. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know. Um, and he did, and that's why he was willing to let that car go for less than it was maybe worth what he maybe could have gotten it for running across Barrett Jackson or something like that. You know. That was uh, that was his emotions in in kind of like a different way, yeah. right? Yeah, fair. Yep. You know, um, and everyone's everyone's particular situation was a little different. You know, age usually plays a factor. I don't know how old this guy was, yeah. but you know, if you're 65 and figuring that maybe you got 20 more great years left, do you want to take do you want to take five percent of those years? You know, one more year to dicker and deal over another couple million dollars or something. You know, and and at a certain point, you also kind of you know, some people will reach a point where they go, look, it's it's really not about me getting a hundred and one million dollars. It's you know, it's yeah, it's this was an it's okay. He's looking, and he and he knows he's looking. Yeah, and maybe you could, and maybe you could, but you know, for him, that was that was what made sense for him. You know, they're also depending on how fast that company was moving. You know, probably you already know this, but, um, you know, there reaches a point in the deal usually where, um, you know, if it's like a, if they have an executed letter of intent, you know, um, 
which can which can happen pretty quickly, mm-hmm. then a lot of the time there's going to be a term in there about mutual exclusivity, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, I I. I'm interested in this company for oh, this shit, amount of right. money. Yeah. So you can't entertain. This yeah, because yeah. they're like, but I'm gonna go through the due diligence period and whatever. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like if I'm gonna be doing it, like, if we're engaged, don't go, don't yeah. go flirting at the bar. Right. Don't 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 be like, well, you know, I this guy's gonna give me this much. I'm gonna wait for you get me. It's yeah. like, I you know, I can could have been. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so complete squirrel moment too so you're going to this meeting and in this meeting you're all prepared you're thinking about things and you know you got it all set up um the guy was super cool i mean he was uh he's an older guy obviously very smart um and uh he asked me what my what my plans were with the company and i said well i would i would i could think of a couple things you know the the most obvious and easiest i think is this and uh he was like not about it he was like, nope, if I sell this company, it's going to be to a company like this or a person like that. And that's not you. So, um, you know, unless you're going to do something totally different, I'm absolutely not interested. And I was like, <laughs> okay, out of the hundred conversations I had in my head on my way here, that wasn't one of them. Everybody's got to play face. And yeah, right. And I was like, well, uh, yeah, I'll think about it. And, um, Anyway, I really appreciate your time. And we shook hands. And I mean, it was, I was like, well, that was a great meeting. Gained myself a little bit of experience, but uh, that's not going anywhere. And then. Well, and what, can you talk a little bit about what's just general? Um, like? Yeah, I mean, it was, ba- it was like we, we were very closely aligned with a certain vendor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in our industry, there's like three or four. You know, it's, it's just the way it is. And, um, we were aligned with one. He was aligned with another. You can't be more than one. Um, you know, I understand I'm, I'm being kind of vague, but it's like, imagine we're a Chevy dealer. We're a Chevy dealer. They're a Ford dealer. And, uh, you know, Chevy won't let you also have a Ford dealership and Ford won't let you also have a Chevy dealership or something like that. Yep. So he's like, what are you going to do with my Ford dealership? And I said, well, I'll make it a Chevy dealership. And he was like, I've had this Ford dealership for 70 plus years and I'm not, if, if I sell it, it's going to be a Ford dealership forever. And I was like, shoot, man. I don't really see myself becoming a Ford dealer. So yeah. I guess whatever, you know. And um, and then like a week later, um, one of his one of his folks that was representing him on the sell side reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, what was the deal with this? And um, I said, well, you know, I'm a I'm a Chevy dealer. He's a Ford dealer. He wants it always to be a Ford dealer, so I guess that's you know it's probably it. And uh, he was like, "Well, he might he you know he, he said you know it's my job." He said, you, "You sound like a serious guy. You sound like a good guy, and it's my job to get the best um, the best buyer in in front of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe the best buyer for him is a Chevy dealer." And I said, "Well, I mean, I'm dude. I'm a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Like." are you sure he's going to entertain this? And he's like, yeah, I, I think he, I think he would at least think about it. And, um, so that's, I mean, I don't know. One thing, one thing leads to another. You, like you said before, you don't care who <sighs> says the messenger, who was hurt receiving and receives it. So you don't need credit to, he got a voice of it. Like, Hey, don't be a dumbass. You got a guy right here. If you, they're not going to, another one, who else is going to acquire you? Well, I think that was, I think that was definitely part of it. And, and also, you know, it was like, what is it more important to you that this stays a Ford dealership? Mm-hmm. 
or is it more important to you that this dealership takes care like this this if it becomes a Chevy dealership will your will your employees be taken care of yeah. and you know will it continue to be a good running business and and uh, and grow and go into the next into the next however many years and whatnot you know? I think was so you had originally reached out and then later on he came down there like he basically from that conversation you initially that one conversation or several conversations how you mentioned it going through the other person kind of happened right you're not buying a Ford dealer or you're not running a Ford no, it's a Chevy dealership now. So like your conversation, well, it sells it sells some Fords here and there. For sure, right? Yeah, but yeah. You know, it's a used car lot. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> but it's we we like Fords, <laughs> we like Fords, and we want to sell Fords. Yeah. Um, but but we're we're yeah, sure. we're a Chevy dealer. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's interesting. Like I I wonder how much that initial conversation gave me. It may have never been a thing when you approached him about it and he started thinking about what would it be like to sell, he created a story that he was oh, well, so much better. Actually, um, you know, and, and this is kind of interesting, uh, he had been looking to sell, but he was so bound and determined to sell to a Ford dealer that um, we were never on the radar as a prospective buyer. It, but it, you know, <laughs> it was, it was kind of an interesting, it, it's like when I, uh, first started talking to my rep on the buy side and I said to him, um, I you know, when I was asking some questions because I had never had a, I never had a deal like this brokered, you know, and he said, uh, he said, you know, we're going to, we're going to find these companies that are in your space and we're going to see if they're maybe interested in selling and whatever. And I said, you know, if you're approaching this company, um, and you're trying to convince them to sell their company, aren't we like automatically starting off from a disadvantaged I negotiating standpoint? You know, it's like, oh, you want to buy it? Well, how much are you going to get? You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, he was like, he goes, no. He said, listen, really? you know, yeah, he goes, uh, you know, and, and um, he's- so I would agree with him, hundred with you 100%. Sure, yeah. Um, but he said, you know, we're not, uh, he said, we're not trying to convince anybody to do anything. What we're trying to do is find, he says, you want to buy, we want to find someone that wants to sell. We're just putting you together. Interesting. He, yeah. he said, we, we don't want to convince anybody of anything. If they've got a nice business, they want to keep their business, they should keep their business. He said, you know, I mean, we could, we could try and talk somebody into it. And yes, you're right. But he said, that's really not what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is play matchmaker with two people that are actually in the same headspace. Um, and uh, and and this is going to be a, a mutually beneficial thing where where they're both not not just going to get the amount of the, you know the dollar amount won't be what they're both happy about but like you know all the other factors that go in. I know you've had a brief conversation with this guy I'm talking about, but um, you know over the over the couple months that I got to work with him, I mean he's a, he's a very very bright dude and um, and a, and a guy that's definitely devoted to his craft and um, and a morally upstanding guy. I mean it's really been a pleasure to work with him, um, but. When he said that, it definitely stuck with me, and uh, you know, I think that's that's what it that's what it was. I mean, this guy on my side and the guy on uh, on the seller side, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like the movie Hitch. Like, have you seen the movie Hitch? Oh yeah, yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, that came out maybe like before you were born. <laughs> I don't Close know. Close to. It's got yeah, but like you remember like how like. Um, 
what's the dude paul blart what's his name kevin james yeah. you know and like guys like kevin james and then there's guys like whoever that supercharged woman was you know high powered real good looking whatever but anyway you know he's like we're not trying to trick anybody into doing anything he said uh we're we're trying to get people to get out of their own way and realize what they really want and uh and that's like what they did i never actually thought about it like that until this conversation <laughs> but that is that is what it that is what it was yeah. you know it's like look what tony what do you really really want and mr ford dealer what do you really really want mediation can we communicate with each other? Okay, this yeah. is the piece. This is yep. the, yep. So many businesses are like, hey, this is a problem. This is where I draw the line in the sand to make sure you understand that. Yep. Interesting. But you might find out that those lines are, you know, not not as hard and fast as as maybe you think. You know, it's like maybe maybe that line in the sand is a, is a qualifier, but like, eh, okay. Well, that's the early step. Like, it does first, check that box, but the other nine out of ten. You know, these guys got it. And uh, when you're first dating and thinking about doing this stuff, I'll really pass let the draw the line letter of intent. We all express things. It is what we agreed to. Yeah. Things are going to change or have the potential to change in a way. Yeah. So, a letter of intent's a promise ring. Yeah. You know, you're yeah, engaged to be engaged. Yep. Yep. I'm yeah. going to be honorable to you. I'm going to take good care of you. If I'll said that if we have actually what you are is what you are and what I am, then move forward with exactly as this. If we find out otherwise, there's going to be repercussions action all the way to. Yep. Yeah, so letter of intent for anybody listening to humans is really just um, here's what I'm looking to buy, the time frame I'm looking to do, is how much I'm looking. Pretty much that, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's there's like in my kit. I mean, yeah, it's there's there's real estate valuations, there's equipment, you know, whatever else. But, but that um, dude, that's dude, yeah, dude. I mean, right. That's after letter. Yep. So letter of intent yeah. has no legal obligation to uphold mm-hmm. it or whatnot. It's a moral obligation. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah. a lot of business. If you're an immoral business, practice your contracts and stuff. You know, a lot of business founded. Uh, we have similar. But so your your acquisition, you know, you get the process, you start going. What does it do? Um, you know, we counted we counted inventory. We had to go through and uh, do environmental testing on all the properties. Looking at the books, you know, going through tax returns. Um, How far back? Five years, okay. I think. Is there a potential for them to, if you acquire? Well, did you buy it? There's two different types of acquisition: asset acquisition, equity assets. So. Kind of buy, you can sidestep some of the legal recourse. Let's say they didn't tighten down a tire and in the process. They could technically have business from an asset purchase. You're literally just buying what the assets get harder to get funding. Technically. I don't know if, if that's true. I don't, I didn't know that. That's never how I'd in, interpreted the equity sale. Um, the, uh, you know, I don't, um, because we did, this was a combination of an asset and an equity sale. And when we were talking about the, uh, equity portion of it, none of that ever factored in. So the you did ask. So how how did the equity? Well, it was uh, it was supposed to be an in, entirely an asset sale. Um, with an equity sale, there are some disadvantages to it. I mean, you you are liable for some of you're, you're liable for pretty much all the activity that the business had had uh, had done had past. done. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this particular case, the portion of the sale that was an equity purchase was only about 10 years. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. And they had done really, uh, or I should say the, the risk was a lot lower than, you know, than it could have been. It could have been the whole life. Yeah. If it was like 50 year, 70 year, you know, whatever. Um, well, when I was talking with, uh, and I was asking, what's the difference to it? They kind of said, well, from a banking perspective, 
equity ownership and stuff like that. If the sellers want to stay in it, if they want to have seller finance easier with that and stuff. But the thing they had said was when you do, and there is attorneys out there just like, they are notified of any acquisition. And they go out and they look if there's prior lawsuit underneath them. And they can actually, those people who sued can come back and re-sue underneath the ownership and an equity and claim against them because now they're a, a partner of it and get another award. That and so when we went through our due diligence process, we had to find out, have you ever had any injuries? Have you any claims or anything like that? Because if so, these people are likely, they're, somebody's going to contact them and say, hey, do you want And if they're the type of person who's suing to get some money, that was my. Well, um, I mean, in today's world, that's pretty believable, yeah. right? Well, they say it's a <laughs> distribution did, of wealth. It seems yeah, right. sure. I mean, <laughs> I... Uh, I didn't. I didn't know anything about that, or at least I'm not remembering anything about that. But that could very easily be because um, I had uh, I had a very good lawyer, a couple of very good lawyers. They would have blew it up. And and I'm sure, yeah. like, if, I'm I'm guessing that if that if what you're saying is true, then they looked it into it and determined that there was nothing out. They might have even said it, and I just went. You might just be insured if that case you know, happens, and whatever. There's the covers. Yeah, That's, but the the reason the reason that we did the equity purchase on this particular piece is because there was a goofy thing that came up with the real estate um and it was you know just kind of at the last minute it was it was sort of weird yeah but um you know but in doing the equity purchase we basically sidestepped that issue and it let us um continue on our timeline now was your our equity- second timeline of purchasing the company so was your asset next the assets were the things that are high risk. The equity, the property. No, that the uh, the equity was. So they had a they had a different LLC. It was just basically a real estate holding LLC that owned that piece of property. So we that took way. that LLC and kind of set it over there. We did an asset purchase with the entire rest of the company. Yeah. So the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then with that with that LLC that owned that piece of property, we just bought that one LLC. So you bought more? I mean, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It makes it, it's, I guess that kind of like makes it sound more impressive than, you know, or, or well, like more complicated. <laughs> and I get, and it was more common. I mean, it was, Absolutely. yeah, it, it, cause it, it introduced a whole new due diligence process that we had to follow. And you are, you went through the due diligence process. I mean, it, it continues along. 60 days, you're like, hey, you know what? This is our date. 60 days from now, we're taking the keys and we're going to go. Ready, set, go. And you assemble your team and you start putting things together. What did that look like? Uh, yeah. So we um, we had also, right around that time, we had gotten an implementer for EOS. And Entrepreneur we- Entrepreneur Optum. Yep. Yep. yep which, has been, which has been awesome. I mean, the, the system's been awesome. Getting the implementer is something I wish we would have done a long time ago because it's just that, it's that good. But- um, uh, but we had started doing these these weekly meetings with the leadership team, and um, then I would say, you know, after we, after probably two or three of these meetings being all consumed with planning for the acquisition, we were like, okay, we need to we need to spend another couple hours before our L10s and just talk only about the acquisition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could say so. Uh, for everybody, the L10 uh, after that, uh, after that, it's where you talk about the shit that it's you didn't talk issued, about. Issued, discuss, 
solve the issue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and task stuff. Right? Yeah. You look at the you look at the to dos and then you know and then you rate the meeting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking about it, but um, so that process really it was it too. Like, yeah, it's probably. <laughs> um, well, if you were to compare it for people, if you want to write a paper in college, you have Microsoft. It structures it for you. This you work with it. These are the buttons you press. This is how you put paragraphs and stuff. EOS is operating this. It is very clear. It's very direct. It's pieces so everybody's on L10s. You uh, you put in a new meeting. Yeah. Yep, we just we just added another couple of meeting or another couple hours to that meeting basically, and um, you know it was it was sort of like a uh, it was sort of like a preliminary IDS thing where we're coming up with what are the issues going to be, and um, and then anything that we felt needed to make its way into that level ten we would talk about, um, but you know it was it was what was cool is like through EOS. It helped us really identify the different departments of um, the different departments of the in the different functions of our business. So it was like, well, what are the things that we're going to have to watch out for? We basically were just like, well, um, here's here's one of the functions of our business human is resources, human finance, resources, operations. human resources. What are you concerned about? Yeah. Okay, finance and admin. What are you concerned about? What do you think you're going to have to do? You know, and we just and so we were able to parted out in that way yeah. and it made it a lot more yeah i mean it just it just just a you know we could attack it more one by one yeah. than being like oh my gosh it's this this huge company there's so much going on what are we going to do you know That's and a then great way to bring. yeah it was i mean you can't the, the simplicity of of eos is is astounding um you know it also makes you confront things that are hard but uh, you know that's if you want to get better, you gotta gotta be willing to do that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of how we started doing that. And I was insistent on you know like we need to basically create a calendar, um, and every department had their own uh, had their own kind of like color. And so like on this day, this person's gonna do that. On this day, <laughs> this these two people, yeah, because because. You know, like you'll have this department that is depending on this other department to get their stuff done before they can do their thing. Project and right? yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Um, so we uh, we had that all ready to go, and then um, you know, <laughs> just so you know, we have the exact same Excel file with the exact same color coding with the exact same. It's it's um, and that's something we've never talked about. That's why I was laughing. Was like, okay, well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's convergent evolution. I mean, like, there's only so many ways to yeah. to do something, yeah. and you know, what a, a fish and a whale are two totally different animals, but man, they both figured out pretty much there's only one way through the water, yeah. and uh, you know, one does it like this, one does it like that, but it's pretty you know, close, yeah. It, yeah, yep. So, um, yeah, but I mean, we we had everything really well organized. Um, there were some assumptions that we made, like uh, they ran the same point of sale system that we did. So we were like, wow, that's a hurdle we're not gonna have to jump. That's so awesome. And uh, it was, we, we should have, we, we really took that for granted. They, because we didn't really anticipate how differently they use their point of sale system. Um, and, because we use it in a totally different way 
it would you might as well have just been like okay you got to learn our point of sale system like it's, it was like not even the same so um there was that and you know having gone through two point of sale system changes <laughs> before that yeah, yeah i mean like people that's something people quit over yeah i mean that's like tough. they would rather start a new job learning a new point of sale system like then and and going through this like slow learning onboarding phase mm -hmm. then have to use a new point of sale system have to learn a new point of sale system and have to keep doing their normal jobs at the same time it's just it's so so stressful it really really is um it's it sucks uh but yeah i mean like i wish we would have paid more attention to that because we could have we could have done better we could have prepared our people and their people better um and then also like man doing it on december 29th you know closing on december 29th the fact that we were having these l10 meetings where we were getting ready and making sure everything was on track those were always on mondays this year christmas fell on a monday so we skipped the level 10. then new year's fell on a monday so we skipped that level 10. the level 10s have been working so well and we were so well prepped that we were like this isn't a big deal and all other communication the, was likely abandoned in pursuit of l10 the area where you talk about it yeah so. well we all thought we were good yeah and then when it happened it was like I thought you were doing that or like, well, what about this? You know, and it was just like <laughs> I, the pit of my stomach. I was like, a Whoa. oh, man, it was sure everybody felt that it was rough. And and then got a good team of people that. I'm oh, sure God, dude, that we have part. such a good team, such a good team. If And if we didn't, I mean, I, I don't even know, <laughs> you know, and, and what made it additionally hard is there was just one aspect and it sort of has to do with the point of sale system, but it was really like the differences in the way that we do inventory. And that was another thing that we thought we had under control and we just did not. And it was a mess. Like doing their inventory or the way you inventory? Both. Both. Wow. Because, because it was like there, first of all, there was a lot of, there were a lot of errors with their inventory. Which is, you know, I mean, part for the sound. Yeah, kind of like it's really not that. I'm not like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with these guys? It's like, eh, we could have expected that, yeah. you know, because we put a very, 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 very heavy. I mean, like we probably go in a lot of people's opinion overboard on our attention to our inventory. I don't think people under a lot of people when they work in companies and stuff like that, the inventory is like, oh, I got to do it. It's like a process. Pew pew pew. Scan some things, and this is what it is. Moving on. To get from I've never done an in or I, I I have never uh, monitored my inventory to that level is a freaking journey. Oh get. man, if you if you've got a if you work somewhere and you've got an inventory where you can just use a barcode scanner and run through inventory like that, like you the amount of setup that went into that is like undescribable, beyond comprehension. Yep, and then and then to make sure that it doesn't get messed up, yeah, is like. It's it's crazy. It's the I, amount of work, dude. Working for Bridgestone, I took that for granted all the time. Now that I have to do inventories and build stuff, just putting the article numbers and how do you track that and what are they a, a part of? Like if you're, you know, especially if you're manufacturing. Oh, hey, and we're receiving this. Yeah. Oh, look, I don't see the part number here. I guess I better create a new part number. Well, yep. wait a second. 
this one had three leading zeros. That's why you couldn't find it. So yeah. now you have two different part numbers for the same part. And you've got price. you've got twelve over here and negative five over there. And yeah. on the shelf, there's really four. And it's like, what but happened? And we haven't taken an inventory in nine months because every time we do, it never makes sense. And we just run a wreck, and it's a loss, and it's a gain, and it's whatever. And you just, you know, it's like, why do we even do this? Yeah. And then you're you know, a manufacturer too, so you've got raw materials coming in that you have our line too. And then you're selling a product when it's done that has a different part so you have to be able to this this tread and this casing and stuff goes into this retread to have those structures go through one change affects a, a series of events it's just oh yeah it's crazy it's and then you've got and then you've got different pricing programs and you've mm -hmm. got different sellout programs and like all this stuff and it's all you got expert don't you <sighs> i mean not real i mean if if we have a product that expires it's like you know i don't know vehicles quit using them yeah. you know okay. the stuff stays good pretty long eight, eight to ten yeah so you know, if you can't move it in eight to ten years, we we just, <laughs> wait. I mean, yeah, we're, well, um, taking us down another stuff. So, yeah. all right. So, you went through this whole planning phase, everything. You're at the first of the year. You know, you're ready to take it over. You'd said sixty days. Is this sixty days from when? Was it sixty days or did it get delayed? It became ninety days. Okay. That was it was That's at that time typical. ninety days. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And sixty days is an accelerated approach. Ninety days. What's typical out there? Hundred twenty. Yeah. I mean, like we. Uh, I'm glad that we started aiming for 60 because there were some things that um That's had we yeah dude oh it was, in, it was intense hey in two months i'm gonna take over yeah it was nuts like that just that thought of when you go to do it. i remember we were I was just, like yeah no big deal yeah well you know, it's like when i get my hands in i'll figure out i could do yeah like, yep. it's a tire shop yeah whatever. Like, how different can you know? be? Yeah. yeah we're in that <laughs> we're six yeah. weeks away from taking over you're in that you're in that world yeah in seven weeks you'll be in world. this world <laughs> And I like, you know, when I was when we were going through it in the due diligence process and getting up to that closing, I was like working so I mean, like easily three quarters of my day every day was taken up with doing this. And I'm like, man, oh, I thought the hard work was going to start after we bought it. I'm yeah. thinking like once this thing's once this thing's done, it's going to be like we're going to be able to take a break. And it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, there was this up. whole other gear that you didn't even know existed, you know? And it's like, oh gosh, it's, yeah, I mean it, but so many it's a challenge. <laughs> I, I, one of my favorite things, knowing what you, if you took all the information you know what it took to get you to today, would you, back when you started it, would you have accepted? And so many business owners are like, oh hell no, I had no idea, nope. Um, no, I would have done it. Yeah, me too, but it's Yeah, no, I, I, and I would have, I would have done everything. I mean, you know, I, like I think of, I can think back to years ago of things that I did that were just unreasonably difficult and they were difficult because I didn't know better. Mm -hmm. But like, that's how I learned. Like I, I, I learned ways to do stuff. I learned ways not to do stuff. I gained experience. Yep. Then I was better at it. You know, my first, my first shop outside of Elmont Mall Pleasant was a storage unit in Bay City. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of lessons in that. You know, I mean, there, in a lot of ways, you could look back at those couple of years and be like, man, that was a dumpster fire. You know, like why? <laughs> look, look at all the ways that it went wrong. And it's like what that eventually turned. It was a big deal for you at that time, though. It was. It, yeah, it was huge. And like what it eventually turned into was our shop in Saginaw, which is now a full service diesel truck repair. Mm -hmm. And what that will be turning into, we're getting a new shop built right now. It's going to have six pull through bays and you're going to be able to see it from I-75. And I mean, it's going to be the most awesome shop and I don't even know how many mile radius like mm -hmm. and it all really yeah, started 
Yeah, and it all really started from that storage unit in Bay City. And what's really cool too is like you, as you're trying hard, like, you know, you're just, you're, this has been the case for me anyway, but like you're trying hard and you're doing these things, you will meet people along the way that think it's cool that you're trying so hard and they want to help you. And what those turn out to be are just these really, really cool relationships. Like I, I was in Bay City a couple months ago and um, and my, my wife had to go to the hospital there for some kind of something or other, I don't know what. And um, it was, obviously it wasn't that serious. Um, <laughs> but I had to take her to the hospital and she was gonna be in there for a couple hours. So I'm like, you know, just driving around Bay City cause I'm like, man, I, you know, I used to be here. I'm driving around, I'm like, yeah, there's that coffee shop. Oh, there's that restaurant, it's out of business now. And then I was like, man, I wonder if, um, I wonder if Scott's around. He was my landlord at that storage unit. And uh, I popped into his place of work and he was there. So, you know, he was happy to see me, which was cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and we talked for probably, I mean, an hour at least. And uh, I told him about some of the stuff I was doing now and uh, some of the stuff I was thinking about. He was like, oh, um, come here, you know, we went into his office. He gave me some business cards for some other people that he knew that, uh, you know, could help me out with whatever, you know, stuff that's not even related to, to Alma Tire. Good, be- just good other- people suggesting good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, you just don't know. I mean, how many times have I talked to you about this? I mean, like since you started, Zach, like you, you just don't know where things are going to lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, where well, you just experienced it for the last two weeks. Like, you know, Sadie's been working at that startup and then you just got the trip of a lifetime to South Africa because because they like Sadie, I presume, yeah. right? And um, maybe they've at one point met you yeah. and they're like, oh, this Sadie and Zach are really nice. Hey, how would you like to go to South Africa yeah. for two weeks and <laughs> stay in this place where there's zebras and giraffes and stuff in the backyard and whatnot? You know, like you, man, just... Just grinding it out and trying hard and and keeping your mind open so that you can learn lessons and whatever. I mean, it's just so huge. And it's really not. So many people are, they have this like, oh, if I could only get to, once I get to here, I'll be happy. And it's never that thing. I really get the understanding that like, no, that process of getting to there, that there, that finish line is actually going to be, that's the, I, I'm going to be living in it for like 13 seconds. Anything before that is literally the journey to get to the, I had better enjoy Cause if I'm doing all this for 13 seconds, the culmination, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, um, uh, my, uh, we, we, me and my family, we, uh, toss around this phrase that, um, you know, I, I don't know if she made it up, but we always credit my great grandmother to saying that which was easily gained is worth what it cost. And, you think about anything that you try to do, you know, like I, I, uh, I walked onto the swim team at Michigan state, every single moment that I spent trying to get to that point was extremely difficult. It was very hard all the time. You know, um, you want to learn how to play guitar or piano or some musical instrument. It's going to be hard. You're going to sit there and you're going to be frustrated and whatever, but it's like, you have to work through like there's only one way you can't go around it you got to go through it and uh and it sucks but it's like you know what do you want do you want to be an awesome guitar player or not yes i do okay well then here's what it takes here's what it takes yep. and you can at any point be like i'm off I, i'm getting off the ride i don't want to do this anymore 
you know, but okay, then that's as good as you're ever going to be. And, uh, you know, I never had to do any of the stuff that I'm doing, but I'm just trying to be awesome. And it's, it's sometimes you get, you get to experience some things that, like I say, man, are just beyond, beyond imagination. And the, the really cool, the coolest part about it for me is, uh, is just the relationships that you get to build. And, you know, every once in a while you, someone will show you that they care about you. And that is just like, it's crazy. You know, I had a, I had, um, two guys that have worked for Alma Tire for a really long time over Christmas break. They, uh, well, in the weeks leading up, they had taken an old sign down from, um, one of the, the exterior of one of our buildings, weather beaten, you know, something that people have kind of ignored, but they pulled it down and they built this frame for it. And then over Christmas, they hung it up in our retread plant, put like this swan neck light over it. And it's just, you know, it, they did that. They didn't do that for themselves, mm-hmm. you know, they did and it, it because they're a part of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just amazing. Like the, the fact that they wanted to spend their time doing that mm-hmm. is, is so cool. I had at our Christmas party, I had uh, one of the guys at one of the stores, he gave me a little like jewelry box when he got there and uh, inside it was a pocket watch. And he just, he brought it because like I had been, one of the times I was at the shop, I was like, man, I'd really like to have a pocket watch. Wouldn't that be cool? You know, whatever. Cause like, you know, you take your phone out to look what time it is and then you just put it back. Yeah. I'm like, I need a pocket watch, pocket you watch know? And a monocle yeah. And so he, and he, and he brought one for it, but like, you know, I don't know. The thing may or may not be worth a lot of money. I have no idea. I'm probably never going to look it up. It really doesn't matter. It's like every time I look at that thing, sometimes I do wear it around. But like every time I look at that thing, I'm like reminded that this guy listened to what I was saying. And he was like, you know, I want to do something. I want to do something cool for this guy. And it's like, it just means a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it means probably seems like a small gesture but i mean just to to know that you know somebody else is taking an interest in you for just a minute and or, like or want, even what you're interested in like, yeah i mean it's just and it's just i don't know it seems so silly to talk about it i guess but like it it just me it's it means an incredible amount to me people who are so getting back into the uh, uh acquisition so you are first of the year uh, January 1st that you are taking the, did you take it on January? December 29th actually yeah so that was a Friday and then over that weekend um, the New Year's weekend we had a team of people on Saturday go to the store that we knew we were going to have the most trouble with inventory and like 10 of us were there from 7am to almost 7pm counting tires, moving tires you know and it was like that was really like where the trouble started <laughs> Was the inventory? Oh man, it was off, like just by a lot. And then, did you have a escrow account after the? Yeah, 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 for so, a for a true up. For yeah, an so everybody, but, uh, when you buy in a business, you put some money off to the side for afterward. Like, hey, in case we had expenses that they incurred, that you know you're going to get benefit for um, inventory that was misstated. Um, there might be some key man policies that might be loop that stuff or whatever that says, hey, these people have to stay on just to make sure the transition of power had its fair and. Yeah. So your inventory, you did the- um, it was, I mean, it was pretty inaccurate. 
and uh total dollar value or from products but i mean both and then um you know which like i say i don't think that's like tremendously unusual but um depending on then when we went to when we when we went to run the correction and then uh upload it the part numbers didn't match up and it was like oh man <laughs> we thought they were gonna <laughs> and uh you know, without getting too deep into that, because that's kind of like a whole nother deal. But it was just, it was like, oh, this is going to be way, way harder than we thought it was going to be. It's interesting. So I'm thinking about this as you're talking about it. It's like, okay, when you get into it, it's like, whoa. I remember back when I was for Bridge to acquire the Pet Boy. That was a, they were putting somebody in charge of Pet Boy. You are basically hiring the CEO of that company and saying, we'll bring them together. But in the meantime, your job is to go there and run that company in the first place, and then we'll figure out how to grow, grow, grow it together over time. So when you started learning these things, like, okay, this, what's this? How did you handle that? Um, I asked some people to step up, and they did. Okay. Um, the people inside the company that knew how to handle these issues. Um, but it was a lot, I mean, it was a lot of, it was basically every ounce of brain power that we had that knew how to do those things was just directly applied at that. I mean, it was like, it was like, it was, I mean, it was like a huge forest fire and every helicopter with every bucket was just running to the ocean back and forth, trying to dump water on it mm -hmm. to, to put it out. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. But you, luckily your company is stable enough so that home base is stable enough that that was a bunch of fires all the time. That was able to continue and operate and produce revenue and everything. Everything was stable at home base. Yeah. 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 I mean, those, yeah. I mean, like we, we've got, man, from top to bottom, I mean, honestly, from, from admin to HR to salespeople to management, I mean, like we've, but we've always tried very, we've always protected our culture and tried to have the best people at every station all the time. And I you mean, care about that. We've that oh advice. man. Yeah. Without them, you know, you can't, like I say all the time, Tony Grace can't change every tire, you know, but you can apply that to <laughs> everything. <probably> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> some days, some days I want to just go do that. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's the, the company is not, it's not about me. It's not about my dad and uncle. It's not about the Grace family. It's not about whatever. It's about like having, it's about having and creating opportunities for other people, for as many people as possible and doing a great job for the customer. And that's like, you know, like they, as you do more of one, you get more of the other and, mm -hmm. you know, and vice versa. Good. Yeah. Most of the time. Yep. It's a, uh, so you took it over. Um, we're doing, we're doing pretty good. I think, uh, it's a hard month of the year for our industry. It's not usually a very high sales month. Um, it, it never, it's never been. Um, but, uh, you know, really like we're doing pretty good and we've had some, you know, in, in this amount of time in this month, um, we've had some people decide that they didn't want to stick around for the transition, um, which, you know, and I mean, but and I'm from the people that the people we hired. Okay. Right. The yeah. Acquisition. People. Yep. Yep. Did, do you, how, what, what percentage of key people? Um, man, it's just, it's a, that's a hard question to answer because, um, we we run our business differently and the things that we put emphasis on are not always the things that other people put emphasis on so um the uh <laughs> we we lost we lost some of their key people 
But lost but, doesn't necessarily mean that it was a loss for you. Was there no? You know, yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. Is like I'm not trying to sound. I don't want. I don't want it to sound like you know. I, I, like I'm running these people down. They're gr- they're great people. The, they just don't fit our company and what we want to do. I, yeah, I think any anybody's listening. You know, losing people necessarily. You suck, and it's typically like eh, you want something. Go yeah, that and that's that's truly how I've looked at it. And like I, anybody that's left, I'm not like I'm not going to take offense to it. Like how how can you be, you know if. If any of these people on their way out, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure many of them did, but if on their way out the door, they threw up the middle finger and were just like, you know, not sticking around for this Alma tire, you know, whatever. It's like, I'm not going to take offense to that because they don't even know what they're talking about. Like they didn't, they didn't stick around long enough to know me, um, you know, you so the, the, to know Alma tire, you know, to, so from the staff, they and I, I wish them all well. I do. For, so from the staff of where they started before, um, the what person. Um, an industry standard of what to expect, out there, or at least. A- I'm gonna say probably this is like an oddly specific number, but I think it's more than five and less than ten. So I'll say seven, seven percent. Okay, so yeah. industry. So okay, that's actually pretty solid. We went through a process. We were going through a ton of act. What would have five stuff? But technically, for that location, our, our acquisition is much smaller. They have a. And so we went through a process of okay, if we lose one person and it's this person, what do we do? If we lose one person here, it's two. All the way to okay, if we lose all five, you know, Casey and I have uh, hail mary pass of all right, we're moving our family over to this market up and running. You know, being prepared all the way. going through this SBA process of being funded is pretty great because they're required to think through a lot of these things, but not just think it through. I need to incent it to it, so it has to be. And that was one of the things that uh, I learned on early. acquisitions M and A. Um, when you're going through the, you get a lot of professionals on how to do it right because they to do it as part of it. So it's almost like an accountability. And it's there's been yesterday business presentation. They're like, we need five years of projections. I'm like, I don't know what to expect for the first six months, but here's what the five years will look like. Sure, and let, but you have to think all those things through of like what's important, what are the priorities, everything is so important. So when you look back on it, seven percent or whatever, did you have like, okay, if we lose the owner's family is in this, if we lose these people, do had you did you already have these built? Pretty much, yeah. Um, and not all the contingencies we had built were, uh, viable, <laughs> you know, because, uh, it's the thing about predicting the future. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but, gets- but I mean, like, uh, you know, we, we moved some people around. We thought about like what things were going to have to look like. And, uh, you know, I think we're, I think we're in a really, really good spot. I mean, like. We did lose some. We did lose some key people, but I really look at that as just a, a misalignment of values, and it's fine, whatever. But like, you know, we, and we said that. I mean, there were and there were other people we lost too. But we were just like, you know what? Um, some of these, some of these people are just they're not gonna they're not gonna be down for what we're doing, um, and that's okay. It's not like they're it's not like they're bad and we're good or something like that. It's just not. It's just not a. It's just not a good fit anymore. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's and that's totally fine. Um, you want them to be cool. Yep. That makes it a lot easier. There's no. Yeah. And I've explained this to some of these people at these at this company. You know, like I don't want if somebody if somebody doesn't want to do something, I don't want them doing it. Like because they're not going to do it effectively. They're, they're not going to do it effectively. They're eventually going to get frustrated and leave and you know it's just like well they may not want to take out the small things here but if it's your job if the thing your job over and over to the best of your ability and you don't like it you're not gonna right yeah so you know it's i just think that like when someone when someone sort of forces or coerces someone to do something that they don't like 
and they think, well, they're just, they'll, they'll, they'll take it, you know, whatever. And like, that's like the strategy, you know, we all have to do things we don't like to do for a short amount of time. Um, and sometimes I do ask people to do things that they don't like to do for a short amount of time. But like, if, you know, if that's the plan and it's like, well, yeah, they don't really like it, but you know, they don't have, they don't have another option. So they'll stay and they'll do it. And it's just like, man, dude, like, like, yeah, it's like, that's not going to like, you know, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like just, sounds like a lot of, cause a, the amount of people, a lot of management or a lot of total abdication of management, you know, um, it's, it's more work to try and put someone in the right seat sometimes, yeah. but do you want to do the work ahead of time and try and try and get someone doing what they want to do? Or do you want to do it later when it doesn't work out and then you've got a fire to put out or you've got this or that or whatever, you know, much money. I, I thought about the episode of pyramids being built where they, but the idea of today's urge people to you know, get it one, yeah. um, you can't teach it. You can get them to be doing where while it doesn't with a purpose. You yeah. And I mean, I don't know, like it's, it's probably still going to feel like work. I mean, I feel like work. I feel like it's work for me. Like it's, it's really hard work, you know, but I believe in what I'm doing. And I think that, and I think that what I'm doing is helping get me where I want to go. And it's, uh, and, and also it's about more than just me. A scale of one to 10 going in before you guys left and how prepared were you? Um, did you think you were before we took two weeks off? <laughs> yep. Uh, I would, I would have put us at an eight and a half or nine. Okay. And yeah. then after the acquisition, uh, it felt like a, like a, yeah, but, um, what would you, knowing what you know now, would you tell July last? Um, lifting on the throttle right before was a bad idea. <laughs> like coasting into the finish line. Y you shouldn't have done that. Um, would you have changed the date, make that happen or whole team? Hey, prepared. No, I would have, we would have just moved it. We would just moved the day. We were just moved the day of the meeting to a Tuesday. Like it would have been very simple, but we just didn't recognize that it was going to, um, what a wonderful lesson. There's that. And then also, uh, you know, we, we should have held ourselves a little more accountable. You know, when we ask somebody if I'm like, Hey Zach, I mean, this wasn't an issue on Zach's end, but like, if I'm like, Hey Zach, how you coming on this big project? You ready? And he's like, I'm ready. And you're like, great. And then you move on. Like, I probably would have been like, tell me how you're ready. <laughs> Inspect what you have been. Yeah. yeah. And he would, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing about the website? Well, I plan on having the website done. Um, I'm going to start it two days before we close and I'm going to end it at 8 p.m. The day I'm going to have been like. So you don't got it, dude. <laughs> like, you know. That's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I've been there is what I Yeah. Yeah. It's, I. Because you gotta trust your people to just get it sometimes, and then sometimes yeah. you gotta and just double check it. And it's like, and sometimes they don't have the same scope that you do. Like they're but like, they but this it, this will this will be easy. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be a problem. I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Oh no, I didn't. I mean, those are the basis. You know, but that's but that's me. <laughs> but that's you know, in a way, like that was me. Yeah. Like I'm like you know, if someone would have said, "Are you ready?" I would have been like, "Yeah." And they would have been like, what about your marketing? I've been like, yeah, they're ready. Like, what about this? What about that? And I would have been like, oh, yeah. And they would have been like, you know, uh, that's it. Just just digging a little deeper, making sure we were prepared. And then also like just giving a little more hands on support to these new teammates instead of 
believing genuinely that it was like that they knew what they were doing it was going to be fine like with the point of sale system you know because they are they are awesome people and they are smart people but i didn't realize what a curveball we were throwing at and we and we did we yeah. threw a curveball at them so uh just like i say just just being a little bit more prepared yeah. but honestly man like i can't knock us too much because it was a huge huge job and and it's, going. it's and it's still a huge job, but it is going. Yeah. And like, you know, the people that I, I said this, I said this to those to those folks that were coming on and I've said it since and I've said it to other people, you know, some some people were worried and I get that. But I would just tell them, I'm like, look, we work hard and we take care of people and we want to do well. And if you're into that, this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. If you're not, if genuinely you're not. That you're not going to enjoy any part of this, and you're going and you're not going to want to hang out. But you know that's whatever. And the people that left might be like, "Well, that's not the case," you know, whatever. But um, like I said, it's fine. It's just a difference in values. We do things differently. It's not. It's not better. It's not worse. It's not for me to say. I just know what works for us, yeah. and that's and we're going to stay the course. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could always do. You could. We could have had our eyes dotted and t's crossed on the things i'm talking about we still wouldn't have been ready in some way shape or form but um yeah but you can have an awesome team you know and i uh i remember one time when i was talking to my wife and she was like what's your plan about this what's your plan about that was shortly after we got married my wife's a big time planner i'm not so much uh you know i'm just like yeah. And, and I said to her and I said, you know, I said, you want to know my plan? She goes, yeah. I said, I'm going to go to work. This is my plan. I said, I think I've told you this before, but I said, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to work as hard as I possibly. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to love you as hard as I possibly. And I said, that plan does not specifically work for anything, but it works for everything. Anything that comes our way, as long as I'm doing those two things, we will get through. and uh, and that's what I've done and so far yeah almost almost ten years man in September and well, and it was hard but it's you we're know so many uh, your mic died like forty five minutes like ah whatever <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's wondering why he didn't talk it's actually about the hardware thing so uh, anyways guys uh, you know that's that's enough for today we'll pick it up again on the next one any closing thoughts um no I mean. No. no. <laughs> I'm tired. So we got more work to do. Yeah. yeah we got we to gotta close it out and get our asses to work. All right, guys. Well, with that, uh, we hope you go kick some ass. I mean, make it a great day, but uh, you know what's up. See ya.